Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John. You're with my wife and co-host. I'm just realizing she, too, gifted me an electric toothbrush, and now I'm questioning everything. (laughs) It's the one and only... Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? I'm I'm a little self-conscious now that I've thought about it. Now that I've stepped back and thought about it and realized you too have given me an electric toothbrush. And you gave me the same one in white. Oh, we bought it for each other? Yeah. No. Do we have what? the same toothbrushes? I thought you bought them for both of us. No, it was the joint gift. Oh, well, now people are wondering what's the joint gift. Well, John and I, we do this (laughs) mixture of Christmas and Hanukkah just so we don't have to pick, but also we don't want to celebrate both. It's too much. So we just combine it and we do our own thing where we give each other gifts, but then we pick a joint gift. It's something Mm -hmm. we both enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then we also go to a fancy dinner. It's a whole thing. And we watch (laughs) watch Miracle Miracle. Nights. It's a whole thing. It's like Festivus. But it's even better. Yeah, but that's what we did two years ago, oh. I believe. We got the toothbrushes. Well, now I feel better about it. Yeah. Because some of the worst characters on this television show have given the gift of the toothbrush. You remember we saw it at Costco and we're like, oh my gosh, we love it. We oh do. no, Costco, Target. No, I thought Costco. Costco? I thought yeah. Costco. Well, one yeah. of the stores and it was December and we're like, oh, let's do this. It's a beautiful, beautiful appliance. If you can call it an appliance. It works great. I love it. You are the one who always refills the head, the brush head. So I think maybe that's why I'm thinking that you are in charge of that gift. Well, I'm in charge of maintenance. You're in charge of most things around this house. Very true. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What would you do without me? I take it back. I will say it was probably (laughs) your idea to get the toothbrush. Yeah. When it comes to the joint gift. What you wanted to do. When it comes to the joint gift, most times i think it comes from you we've gotten the dyson vacuum as a joint gift <laughs> we've gotten the toothbrushes i'm realizing you like things to be clean whether the it's air our fryer the air fryer whether it's our mouth or our diet 
or our home. You like things to be clean. Have you met me? I sure have. So here's the answer. It makes a lot of sense. Guys, we're not going to talk about our made-up holiday for this entire show. What we're going to talk about is 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. But before we get there, a few things we got to cover here. A little bit of housekeeping. First things first, follow us on social media at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. So much is happening over there, more than has ever happened over there. It is action-packed. It is meme-packed. It is giveaway packed. Yeah, guys, don't forget, you probably, at this point, you might have 24 hours left. Let's see. This is going to drop as soon as we finish recording this, so sometime Monday night. Mm-hmm. The giveaway, and if you're not familiar with the giveaway, guys, it is something we are holding on our Instagram where we told you about the merch shop. The merch shop has launched. We want you guys to be able to win something free of charge from the merch shop. So we're doing a giveaway and we're doing it on Instagram and it's going to end Tuesday at 4.59 p.m. 4.59, so guys. We're going to draw those lucky names at 5 p.m. and we'll let you know who won. So if you haven't entered yet and it's at least not 4.59 Eastern time on Tuesday yet, go to our Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Find the post. It's the post with some of the merch. It says holiday giveaway. And all you have to do is make sure you're following us, like that post, and tag two friends. And you're that's, entered. That's all you have to do. Boom. You're entered. We're going to choose two people. Those lucky two people can choose anything they want. Anything they want from the merch shop. Mm-hmm. We're going to ship it to you free of charge. You can choose the sweatshirt. You can choose the mug, the t-shirt. Whatever you want. Whatever you guys want. And just to make it clear, we are not going to be the one just choosing the names. We're going to use this random selector online. Yeah, just to make it very, very fair. So, guys, it's not us. It's the Internet. It's the Internet. So (laughs) make sure you enter. Speaking of the merch, a ton of you guys have been picking up that merch, and we thank you for that. There was a little kerfuffle, a little bit of a kerfuffle when it came to the shipping Mm-hmm. that we clarified. We want to make sure you are clear about it. So I don't know if it's because of the holidays or whatnot, but when you choose the merch and you take it to checkout, Super Rush or Rush shipping is automatically checked. I think because they want you to get it by Christmas. The thing with that is it's like 10 to $15, and that's ridiculous. Okay, mm-hmm. that's basically the price of most of the merch. So that's insane. We reached out to the sales team over there because we're not printing the merch. We use a printer and they ship it. And you just have to uncheck whatever's checked. So if Rush is checked, uncheck that. If Super Rush is checked, uncheck that. And it's like $4 to ship. So that's beautiful. We've gotten a lot of the merch ourselves and I like it. I love it. I love it too. We are rocking it all the time. Super comfortable. Speaking of rocking it, guys, when you get your merch... Take a photo, post it, tag us, we'll repost it. Absolutely. Show us the love, show us the support. We'll return the favor because we love it. Shout out to Andy. He was the first one to do that and Mm -hmm. we reshared that. So thank you, Andy. You look fantastic. You always look fantastic, but never look better than in that Married to Reality hoodie. 100%. Teresa was just, she couldn't believe how good you looked, Andy. Yeah. A chick magnet. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So thank you, Andy, and thank you to everyone. So that is the merch. That is the Instagram. That's the giveaway. Make sure you're following the podcast too, okay? Wherever you're listening right now, just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's Christmas week hot. You know why? For so many reasons. Because we're in Florida and it's hot. As we said, 
we don't forget about other celebrations, but like, for example, we do Hanukkah kind of, but sure. it's over. Mm. So I can say Christmas because it's the Christmas week. Sure is. It's hot in Florida. Thank it you. It's hot in Florida. And Christmas is a beautiful holiday. It's a hot holiday. It's a hot holiday. There's the hot chocolate. There is the heat in the fireplace. Mm -hmm. Santa's probably hot in that suit that he wears. Look at you. Hey, okay. I've been waiting. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't <laughs> the, but I got very excited because we discovered something about you a week or so ago. About who? You. And I've been dying to get it out on the podcast, but I didn't want it just to be a random story. So now that we're talking about Christmas, I think this is the perfect time to tell this story. What story? We all know the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed oh Reindeer, <laughs> don't we? Well, we do, and I'm sure you do, listening. Teresa somewhat knew it, and <laughs> as with all of Teresa's mistakes, this one was absolutely adorable. And <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take it if you want. To explain sure. to our friends what happened here. Well, I didn't know you were going to share this. Oh, well, that's what I do. Fine. Surprise. Uh, let's share. A little well, Christmas story. A little Christmas story. I was just kind of thinking about the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as it was on the radio and I was singing. And sure. I realized that, oh, this song is about this nice reindeer named Rudolph. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. And this other Reindeer named Olaf. Not yeah, a not so nice reindeer. Yeah, Olaf. So I was singing <laughs> the song, telling John, "Oh, can you believe poor Rudolph is being bullied? Is being bullied by this Olaf because <laughs> oh he's the mean reindeer?" And John is like, "What are you talking about? I'm like who's Olaf?" <laughs> so I was like, "Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, blah Out blah of blah, every blah, shiny blah, nose," and it goes. All of the other reindeer, <laughs> right? You and still I was have like, to call him names, yeah. Olaf is so rude. That, Such a rude reindeer. Oh, that Olaf. And John is like, what are you talking about? What What Olaf? It is all of the other reindeer, which is almost a sadder song. It is. <laughs> it's just not so one rude not reindeer. Not that I was singing this song wrong for 10 plus years. <laughs> I got sadder because yeah. it's not just one reindeer. All of the other reindeers. You used to laugh and call them names. Oh, oh you you uh, mean reindeer. Damn reindeers. Yeah. Now, how, I don't even like reindeers anymore. I thought it was just one that's like kind of rude. Nope. All of all them. Of them. <laughs> all of them but Rudolph. All of the other, at least. But what uh, an adorable story. What is an it? Oh, it's one of my favorites. It, it ruined everything it's for me. It's one of my favorites. I'm glad, I'm, glad it I, it all. I'm glad we found <laughs> the right time to share that. So thank you for that, Teresa. Okay. You're welcome. So we smash it like it's hot. We follow the Instagram. Okay, one last thing. If you haven't left a review, it would be awesome if you could. It, it is the season of giving. And it's there's nothing. The season. There's nothing more we'd love than for you to give us a five-star review if you haven't already. So please. Please consider that. Speaking of reviews, we got one. Super Love nice it. one. This is Christmas come early because Ooh. this is a review. This comes from Erica9651, who gives us five stars, titled My New Favorite 90 Day Podcast. Love it okay? already. I told you Christmas came early with this mm -hmm. one. She writes, I listen to a few 90 day podcasts, Reality Gaze, 
90 Day Cray Cray, and Pink Shade, and just found this podcast a few weeks ago. This is now my favorite 90 Day podcast. What? Subscribe, uh. you won't regret it. I'm telling you. I mean, we're in some good company with those names. Those are great podcasts. And thank you, Erica, for making us your favorite. What a review. What a review. Thank you, Erica. What um, a review. Sometimes reviews make me all emotional because I still can't believe that people enjoy it. But thank you so much. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, sometimes the reviews come in and you go, really? I'm not related to any Erica, so I don't know who would write this. But thank you. That's I have to say, super nice. Your reviews, guys, drive us. It, they right. really do. They really help us, especially me. I really feel more comfortable. I get out of my shell. I share more. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Erica. What a great, great review. Yeah. Great Christmas gift. We love watching the show, obviously. We love talking yeah. about the show, obviously. But schedules are tight. We got a lot going on. And sometimes you go, we got to sit down. We got to watch the show for two hours. We watch it twice most times. And it's a lot of work. And then you get a review like this from Erica who says, this is my new favorite. And I'm like, we can't let Erica down. 100%. We got to sit down, watch the show, take these notes because Erica is waiting. Erica and all of you guys and who all, and all support of, us. And Olaf <laughs> is waiting as well. So we don't want to let Erica or Olaf down. So we got to do what we got to do. Beautiful. Beautifully. <laughs> beautiful set. All right. Before we get into the episode, should we do a little 90 day by the way? Oh, yeah. All right. By the way, number one, Paul and Karini, they're making headlines once again. I think I've seen something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen yeah. it. I've seen it. I've seen it. You've seen it because this time we have at least partial video evidence. We've heard a lot of back and forth and Paul went live and did that crazy live mm -hmm. like a year ago. And we've heard a lot of things, but now we've seen some things. And what surfaced is this 10 second clip and it shows Karini and Paul at home. And Karini's standing up, yelling at Paul while he's sitting on the couch, putting his shoes on. So to me, it looks like he's getting ready to leave. Mm -hmm. Okay. When all of a sudden Karini lunges forward, grabs his hair on his head, and then takes both of her hands and grabs his neck and throws him back onto the couch. Wild. Wild. Okay. Definitely an intense video. Trigger warning if you choose to watch it because it's super disturbing. And that description, what I just described, while it is disturbing, when I start to think about it, it gets more disturbing. Because for one, Pierre, their son is sitting there the mm, whole time watching right. this thing. Okay, that's tragic. I don't know how anyone from CPS will be able to see this and continue to let the children live there. Mm -hmm. So that's super sad, especially around the holiday times, right? This thing services. I think someone's going to intervene. Are they in the U.S.? Yeah, I believe so. Because I'm pretty sure. I thought they were in Brazil, but did I don't they come know. back? It's a good question. I've heard, I've heard they've come back. I don't know if they then mm. returned since then, but at one point they were here. Um, so baby Pierre is there. That's, that's sad. And then the second thing that popped into my mind was well, wait a minute, this is a 10-second video. And then it cuts off as soon as Karini grabs Paul by the neck. 
what happens afterwards. Mm, that's a good point. What happened before and what happens afterwards. We're getting this little slice that I'm sure Paul edited, plucked, cut down to this 10 seconds that puts him in the best light and put it out there. Mm. So you think... Well, I was just going to ask, how do you think the video got out there? But it makes sense. It had to have been. Yeah, him. if Paul did it. it yeah. It's either Karini or it's Paul. Right? No, it's, I don't think it's Karini because she looks like an asshole she in the would, video. Yeah, I don't think she would put that out there. It seems like it's a nanny cam or a nest cam or some home mm-hmm. security cam. I'm sure Paul sets that up. I'm sure he has it all wired, all crazy, right? <laughs> I'm sure whatever happened, happened. He said, well, this is good for me. Let me put it out there. And I'm assuming he released it. It's super sad. It is not a good situation for anyone. I'm always against divorce, I think, when children are involved. But for these two, I think they need to get divorced. This is an ongoing cycle. Oh, yeah. This is not getting any better. It seems like it's getting worse. Wait, how many kids do they have? I thought they had like a third kid on the way. That's possible. I, I don't know. I can't keep up. But at least two. I mean, what happened with the two condoms, Paul? Uh. You better use it. <laughs> And who gets the kids in these situations? Because Karini doesn't look like a fit mother. Mm-mm. Paul, give me a break. I don't think he <laughs> can provide. So maybe Mother Mary. I don't know. It's a sad situation all around. But it is, it's big headlines in the 90-day world right now. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I saw the video. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That's literally... Very abusive yeah. video. But as you said, you made a good point. Who knows what happened before or after? Yeah, we only Although, see this 10 seconds. I don't see Paul being aggressive necessarily. Ah, the dude lit his house on fire. Oh, that's a good point. Right? He's crazy too. Oh, he's totally crazy. So, I'm not saying he's not super crazy. I just don't think he would hit her or anything. Oh, we don't know. We hope We not. don't know. No, no, no. I hope not. We don't know. But I almost feel like he's the person who... We just take off. Well, then let the video roll because he could have cleared his name right then and there if she had him by the neck and he kind of gently pushes her off Mm. or removes her hands and leaves. He cuts the video off. That's a little suspicious. Hmm. That's a good point. That's a little suspicious. So who knows? Let's see. Sad story all around, but it is what it is and we have to bring it to you. All right. By the way, number two. Okay. Is it a little happier? A little happier for some. Okay, okay. A, a little sickening for others. Okay. If you haven't completed your Christmas shopping just yet, well, I've got the perfect gift for you. The Jesse and Jennifer 2022 calendar. What? Mm-hmm. For the low price of $40. Oh, come on. You can get, and I quote, the exclusive 2022 calendar by Jennifer and Jesse with personal pictures taken around the world showcasing the variety of our love. And the cover, just so I can paint this picture very clear, the cover is the two of them, butt naked, just embracing each other. So I can only imagine, <laughs> if, if that's the cover, I can only imagine what's inside. Okay. I have a lot of issues with this. Here Are we you go. ready? Oh, I'm so ready for this. <laughs> okay. Issue number one. Why are you showing your love if you're on the single life? We're waiting to see if you're still together. I don't have I'm an issue. I'm watching you. I'm watching know. you. I want to know if you're going to make it or if Kakul is going to find his way back well, into Jennifer's life. Maybe Kakwa's Mr. March. Maybe you turn to March and boom, threesome. There he is. But 
I get what you're saying, but here's my here's my feelings about the thing. Play along. If you're going to play along on social media and post things, play along in real time. So right now on the show, they're together. True. So they're putting a calendar out. Mm, that's if good they point. broke up on the show and they put out this calendar, you'd go, come on. Spoiler alert. Okay, I'll take it back. That's take it back. Point. Take it back. My second issue, and this is a big one with the calendar, is that I love calendars. I oh, just yeah. bought you a calendar. <laughs> no right? nudity, folks. No, it's the New Yorker cartoon mm-hmm. calendar. Um, love a good caption. Mm-hmm. If a calendar is over $15, there should be a reason for it. You yeah, should donate money somewhere. No, you they're should... naked. They're naked inside, I think. I'm assuming. Still, it's not worth $40. Like, do you keep 20 and put 20 towards starving children somewhere, yeah. right? Oh, completely. Like, if a calendar is $40, you should be donating. I used to buy calendars from all these animal organizations because they donated money mm-hmm. to the animals and those calendars were like 20 bucks or 25 right. maybe but i knew that part of the money will go to the animals i think yeah i think you make a good point i mean 40 dollars was that yeah i'm not good at math at all but over three dollars a month it exactly seems like. something like that and you know the new yorker calendar i got you probably is not donating any money but it wasn't 40 dollars no no so this is my point that's, that's a lot a of point. money with no cost that's a good point that's a good point. Well, it appears they opened like a sort of online store because they have the calendar, but then they have other things you'd find at your local museum gift shop, like a bracelet and a necklace that they personally hand created and assembled by themselves. So Ooh. it's three items if you're looking to shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're looking to shop. So show your family and friends how much you love them this holiday season <laughs> uh, with a piece of jewelry and a nude calendar. From Jesse and Jennifer. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Let me let me plug the URL because not that you want to, but you can check it out. JJcollection.com. I like the name, but it's well, almost Jesse like Johnson's and, and Johnson's. Right. Jesse and Like what do you get? You get a, a bracelet and the vaccine. <laughs> well that I would support more, I think. <laughs> At least there there's some value. But what well, we plugged their website, let us plug ours, married to reality podcast.com, and then you'll find the store for our merch. Yeah, guys. None of which is $40. Okay, let's be very yeah. clear. All right, it's like half that. Okay. And honestly, we're not getting rich off of it, but we love to share the love with you guys. We love love. 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 Okay. All right. That is it. That's the housekeeping. That's the by the way. Interesting. I was expecting a different by the way from you. I had another one that I was going to go for. The sad one? Ooh, define sad. The 90 Day Star passing oh, away. Oh, that's sad. That's, yeah. When I, when I bring a by the way, I like to bring more than just the headline. I like to have a little substance to it, a little story, mm-hmm. a little something we can talk about. And so that would just be 90 Day Star passes, which is very sad. From COVID-19. COVID. Yeah. But uh, I think most people know that. So I went. Yeah, it was all over Instagram, so I believe people know it. I went in this direction, and I... I, I li- listen, I like it. It's the Christmas week. Let's get... Let's be a yeah. little more positive. Yeah. Plus, Corinne and Paul, that wasn't very positive. It was interesting. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that had to be told, but... For sure. Yes, so Jason of 90 Day, rest in peace. But that is, yes, you're, you're by the way. Your contribution to by the way. My, Thank uh, you. my little contribution. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the reason we're here. Probably the reason Erica tunes in every week, which is the coverage of the show. 
Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days. Woo! Episode two. Episode two, okay? Season five, episode two. We meet one new couple. Still two more couples to meet. That's good. I'm excited. Two new couples. I like it. I want them to be introduced next week. I feel like if you go four weeks, five weeks, and you still haven't met a couple, that's we're friend zoning now. We're in the friend zone. You got to go lip to lip, mouth to mouth by the second date, if not the third date. Otherwise, we're friend zoning. So I don't want to be friend zoned with these other couples. Let's get it on. But we're going to wait at least a week for that. Right now, let's talk about who we saw this Sunday, which started with Gino and Jasmine, an early favorite of mine. And I, I just could not take it. I love it so much. I can't take it. I can't take it. Let's just talk <laughs> about it. It's a love-hate. It's definitely <laughs> a love-hate. Gino's on his way to see Jasmine. It's the very first time they're going to meet. So he's heading to Panama. And I liked on his travels, on his journey, Jasmine kept sending Gino sexy photos of herself, like every leg of the way, sort of like a carrot in front of a horse, just to keep him going, just to make sure he's not going to turn around during a layover. It's like, here's one more sexy photo of me. Jasmine is a very interesting person, not in a good way, but do you wanna, in a good way to for us to watch. Do you want to substantiate that assessment or do you just want to leave it at that? She is crazy. A little bit. It's too soon to judge. She's, 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 I take that back. She's definitely got some issues. Crazy. She's definitely got some issues, but let's, yeah, okay. But don't get me wrong. I love crazy. Yeah. I love crazy people on this show. So me saying she's crazy is like, yes, please. But it's be just, crazy. just so we're clear on the same page here. It's just her confidence issues or it's her needing to control Gina. That's the crazy, right? So let's talk about it because her confidence issues are very interesting. I wish I took more psychology classes because I did started studying psychology okay. and then I quit and I became a designer. Hello. Long story short, I didn't take enough classes to really be able to go deep on this. Sure. But let's talk about it. We see Jasmine 24 hours before Gino lands, right? Mm-hmm. We get the Jasmine, look who she is. Jasmine introduction. Oh, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Sexing it up by the pool. So, first of all, her voice and most importantly, her laugh. Woo. Her and Gino's laugh. It, just picture the kids. It's no, no, a, no, just hear the kids. It's a chorus of crazy. When they laugh at the same time, it is maniacal. When she started laughing, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait. There's two of them. You couldn't even literally, imagine. You, literally. You couldn't even imagine that. Oh, wait, there's more. But there was. So, and this is where it starts, where I have all my questions, right? She, as you said before, she probably isn't very confident because she's with Gino, right? Mm-hmm. She wants to control him. She wants to know what he does all the time. She does all these crazy things to herself, like all the bros and the new hair and the new boots. I don't think that's crazy. She's not at, she's not even anywhere near Darcy level or Tom's girlfriend's level. Well, true. Wait she for, look, uh, wait for Jasmine it. still looks good. Let's put that yes, out Yes, but what I'm saying is that she's with Gino. Meanwhile, she's trying to improve herself rapidly, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But she is still with Gino, very concerned about what he's doing. 
like who is he with? But that's what is why that's eating? why she's trying to improve herself. So yes, but then we meet her, and the first thing that she says is, "I intimidate most guys because I'm hot, I'm beautiful, and I'm intelligent." Let me just say, okay, I am. Very appreciative of the fact that she differentiates between hot and beautiful because those are two completely different things. Are they? Hot and beautiful are so different. And she's both, according to her. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to go in and dissect and say so what she what is. So what am I? You're both. You can be both. Oh, you can be both. You. Beautiful to me is more classic, more traditional. Okay. And I think beauty can relate to other things. You could be beautiful on the inside. You could have a beautiful personality. Hot is just hot. It's just pure sex, steam, right? It's just the shell. It's a, right. You don't, you don't, no one has a hot personality. Great. So she differentiates the two because she's an American lit teacher and she's probably got a strong vocabulary. American lit teacher for now. OnlyFans top creator later. Is she? Oh, she will be for sure. No comment. No she's, on, she's on it right now. But well, she's not a top creator, is she? I think very soon. I'm sure very soon. Stepanka's a top creator. Well, she's been doing it for a while. That's very true. We'll see. I, do you think, here's the question, do you think Gino subscribes? Uh, I mean, I would hope he gets it for free. I hope so. But if there's not to get anymore, I'm sure he subscribes. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Okay. So we learn a little bit more about Jasmine. More than just a hot body. She loves reading. That's why she's... American lit teacher. She's also a mother of two. Okay. One of her kids lives with her father and her other child used to live with her, but he has a condition that made it difficult for him to live in the city during COVID. So he went to grandma's to live in the countryside. Why isn't she with the kid? In the countryside? Yeah. I don't Why know. does she have to live in the city and get new fake boobs and new hair and all that, but have her mom raising her kid that probably needs her if he has any or she any issues. Well, I'm wondering what the issues are because... I think she said the kid is autistic. Is that what it is? And so... I'm pretty sure she said it. They probably would struggle being Oh, I 100%. Down. Yeah. But why isn't she with the kid? That's my question. Well, She's the mom. I don't think you can just find a new job at the drop of a hat. She's probably got a decent job as a teacher and works in a <laughs> school district. She's on OnlyFans. Fuck the teaching job. Just, just be with your kid and sell photos of your boobs. Well, maybe, yeah. Honestly? I'm, I don't know. Listen, these people are nuts. And listen, to try to make sense of their craziness is nuts of us. Listen, if I wasn't judging her before, I'm judging her for not being with her kid. Sure. But who's to say that she's not better off by being with grandma? That's a good point. Okay. Maybe she knows what's best for her child. I mean, it seems to be... Look at She... Her judgment is somewhat poor to be with a guy like Gino. Oh, 100%. So that's like saying, well, if Pierre ever goes and lives with Mother Mary or someone, why isn't Pierre with Paul? Well, look at Paul. Do you really want Pierre with Paul? Maybe we don't want... Jasmine's children with Jasmine. That's a good point, but why is she trying to reproduce with Gino? At least she's Gino not. Thinks. She's not. Come on, come on. Let's. I mean, eventually, I'm sure. Who knows? We don't know, but we know she's on birth control. I wonder if Gino knows that she has kids. 
That's a because he wasn't shopping for toys. That's a good question. He was just shopping for the blue pills and the loops and that's the, a very good question and all kinds of things. If he knew she had two kids, maybe he'd be like, "Whoa, well, I will become their stepfather, and I won't need to have kids of our own." It's mm-hmm. a very good question. I'm sure we'll find out. So, Jasmine says she was sick of dating dumbasses. That's when she met Gino, the engineer with a good head on his shoulders and a hat constantly on that head. Does she know that he's unemployed for the past seven months? Another good question. And it's a really good question because what we learn is Jasmine has a roommate. So because they want some privacy, Gino rented a suite Mm -hmm. for them. But yeah, Gino's unemployed. So not a great financial move for a guy who doesn't have a job to go rent a suite for multiple weeks in Panama. And listen, I understand the COVID stuff for... Many people lost their jobs. I totally, fully understand, right? Yeah. But as an engineer, I would believe that he could find a job. But if not, mm. you can find something else. Sure. You right? can find some, but we don't know his financial situation. He survives on frozen TV dinners. So I don't think he's really spending that much money outside of Jasmine. Well, he said he had decent savings. Right. That he's spending on Jasmine. It's blowing right through those <laughs> savings. But that's, well, yeah, that's not the best move either. They, they all have poor judgment here. This is 90 Day Fiance. They all have oh, poor judgment. He should save some money and they should stay with the roommate for a week or two. And if things are going great or whatnot, then maybe get your own place. But yeah. He's playing the rich American. Like, I'm here for you, baby. Meanwhile, he eats frozen food and he's unemployed for the past seven months. That's a good point. Yeah, you got to play the, you got to play the rich American. To get these women. Oh, yeah. We've seen, oh, this, yeah. we've seen this story play out before. But then some of the ladies come to the U.S. and they realize that that's not the house on that we saw on Beverly Hills. It's a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So while Jasmine is checking out this suite, she gets a voice message from Gino. And I don't, I don't get it. It's a high-pitched voice. He's just doing, who's my little baby? Who's my little baby? They call it the baby talk. Who's, who's my pretty bonita? It's, is it baby talk? Yeah, they call he it. He always talks like that. No, they said, oh, we, we do this baby talk. He, like, who's my little baby? Who hears that and then goes, I hope Gino is very sexual. Like that turns, <laughs> that turns her on. That's crazy to me. That is very disgusting. But he is very sexual, Jasmine. He's got pills for that. Buckle up. Get ready. Because Apparently, he's, he's the love of her life. Yeah. They don't know each other, but they're each other's loves. But Jasmine also says, you know, he's too skinny. I'm not used to delicate men. I don't want to break him. He has no sense of fashion. He always wears the stupid hat. He eats shit, but he's the love of my life. Right. I love his money. And his non-existing money. I love the way I can control him. And I'll try to fix the rest. Oh, she, that, that's the definition of crazy, mm-hmm. if anything else. Yeah. So she's revved up. She's ready. She can't wait for him to touch down because she wants to get busy. She goes, I'm scared of killing him from a heart attack or something. <laughs> I think his pills will kill him gonna, probably. <laughs> I think those gas station Viagra <laughs> will be the cause of a heart attack, if anything. So there's a knock at the sweet door. It's Jasmine's best friend, Griselle, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think it's Griselle. She's coming to help decorate the room. And 
not that it needed much decoration. I think they laid out a G and a J mm-hmm. in some rose petals or something. But they start talking, and Griselle is a little suspicious of Gino and thinks maybe he's lying about something. Well, it's because we learned that at the beginning, Gino was saying he's 44. Meanwhile, he's going on 51, 52, 52. 52. Yeah, 52. Okay, Summit. <laughs> right, Mike Jones <laughs> over here. But it's not, it's a lie. And don't lie about your age. But the fact that Grizel even thinks, ooh, something, something going on with Gino, it makes it seem like Gino is out of Jasmine's league. Like Grizel thinks, oh, this is too good to be true. He must be lying about something. It's like, Whoa. so what is wrong with Jasmine, Grizel? Like, you must know something. You must know how crazy she is that you think Gino is out of her league and he must, he's too good to be true. Well, Grizel said it because Jasmine was basically saying, um, well, I didn't trust him, but I do trust him now because I have a control. I, he always have to report. Mm-hmm. He has to provide evidence. And Grizel said, well, that's creepy. Yeah. She can't believe it. So even Giselle knows that this is crazy what mm-hmm. she's doing to him. Well, it's because all men are cheaters, right? You can't trust them. And she's not going to let it happen to her again. And apparently Jasmine also shares that that's even crazier that Gina cannot be nice to other women when she's around. So what does it mean? You go to a restaurant and the waitress asks you, Oh, hello, sir. Would you like to order something? And you, what do you say? Like, oh, oh get the fuck out of here, bitch. No, no. I don't need you. You you look at the menu and Jasmine will be doing the ordering. Ooh. Believe you me, Jasmine Ooh. will be doing the ordering. She, I'm telling you, this is why she's dating a Salisbury steak eating, high-pitched laughing, blue chill overdosing, blue pill overdosing, <laughs> no chill, because she thinks... A guy like that would never do anything to lose her. You know what's the saddest thing about this whole thing? What? That she has... Gina obviously is not a handsome man, right? He's a very simple dude. He is frozen food, no sense of fashion. He's bald, always wear the stupid hat, as Jasmine said, right? Yeah. But she controls him thinking, okay, I can control this guy, but he's rich. He can take care of me, but I'll control him because he will never get someone as hot as me. Right. But I think she thinks that Gino is a big catch. Nah, I don't know. Why would you be with someone that you clearly have issues with that, oh, he's not this, he's not that, thinking, I, I literally because think that she thinks, oh, he is an engineer, he has money, he's an American, he's not as hot as me, so I can control him. Well, that's him. what it is. That's what it is. For sure, I'm... She thinks there must be money there, but there's a reason she's not dating Brad Pitt because let's, let's be honest here. She's not attracted to him. She said she's not attracted to him, at least not to the way he dresses or to his diet or lifestyle. Right. So she's not attracted to him. She could find someone she's attracted to. She's an attractive woman. Whether you think she's hot, beautiful, decent looking, she could find someone that she's attracted to. She doesn't. Because then she'd be real scared about that guy cheating on her. I think you and I have a very different 
sense of who's hot or attractive. There were very attractive and beautiful ladies on the show. Jasmine is not one of them. Okay. I But you can't say she's ugly. She's definitely... She's not ugly. She's she, definitely above average looking. Straight up honesty? Yeah. She looks like a hooker, like a cheap hooker. Oh, I don't think so. I think there are many more women on the show that would look like they hook. Oh, uh, she Larissa. definitely... Larissa. No, Larissa looks better than Jasmine. What? With, even oh, with all the surgeries, she still looks better than Jasmine. Okay. I need to see more. I need to subscribe to the OnlyFans. I need to see more because I'm and not seeing what you're seeing. And this is just not me just judging the way she looks. It's her act and how she looks and whatever she was wearing to the airport. She looks like a hooker. Okay. Well, write in to Teresa at Married to Reality podcast because I think people are going to take issue with that. Oh, that's my opinion. Okay. But all right. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, there, I'm saying there were so many beautiful and hot girls. Yara's hot and beautiful. Okay. What's her name? Uh, Juliana's hot and beautiful. Okay. Sure. Long, but that's with the Mormon guy from Brazil. Very young. They have two kids now. Very. I'm not saying you can't admit when a woman is good looking. Oh, I'm I saying can. I don't. I don't think that Jasmine necessarily looks like a lady of the night in comparison to some other people. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying she, I'm not, she may look fake, but I'm not going to just equate fake with prostitute. I didn't say a prostitute. What's a hooker then? I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> Folks, English is our second language. Let's move on. We cut to Gino arriving in Panama. And finally, he's singing Panama because I was waiting for someone to sing Van Halen's Panama. Because, you all singing it? Oh, yeah. Every time someone, whether it's Jasmine or Gino, says Panama. I sing it in my head. So I was glad someone else sung it. It scratched my itch and now I'm done. I don't need to sing it to myself anymore. So he gets to Panama. He does the Darcy dash. Speaking of Darcy, except he doesn't change in the bathroom <laughs> like Darcy does. Where does he choose to change? It's a generous closet. It is, right? And it's crazy. First, it looks like he walks into the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe he did, but. The stalls were all full, so he went to the janitor's closet. Yes, classic Gino. Because he wa he walks out of a door that has like a cart and a broom or something on yeah. it. Yeah, oh, there was an icon for the janitor. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So he, he gets into his formal wear. Then we see Jasmine walking through the airport. She's dressed to the 69s or as Teresa would say, she's dressed to go to work. Yes, listen. It was extremely high heels, very short skirt, mm. and a very cheap-looking snake print T-shirt. All right. Well, a tank top. That's not really helping her image. Is this outfits the segment? It's outfits the segment, yeah. Okay. Listen, maybe if she was wearing jeans and a T-shirt, nice-looking, you can still put heels with it, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't say she looked like a hooker. All right. But well, this is too reason, late. Listen, this is the reason why I said she did. Because of her... Outfit. Appearance. Okay. Yeah. Hey, All right. Hey, so if, so I judge you, what I see. So if you were wearing... I a, wouldn't, but sure. Oh, you've tried to wear some short leather skirts and yeah, some form-fitting tops to be tasty. and some high heels. It has to be tasty. Okay. All you right. have to have a... It's a thing. She looks... It looks cheap. All right. Hey. She just didn't put the outfit together, okay. right? All right. Listen, yes, I could go crazy... 
and wear crazy stuff and look like a hooker. One hundred percent. I just don't well, have the boobs. Let's try that sometime. Listen, I just don't have the boobs for it. Okay, but I well, can do it for you. Gino, Gino can help you with the top surgery if you need. He apparently helped Jasmine out. Yeah, I don't think Gino can help with anything unless I think he's, he's just, broke now. He's just yeah, he's just you gonna can, go. You can shove a couple blue pills into your bra. And maybe that'll. Yeah, he's just gonna he's gonna start himself so Jasmine can get her boobs <laughs> yeah. growing. Yeah, he will be a hungry man very soon. Yeah. Okay, so she's waiting at arrivals, very excited for him to come out. She's shaken, she's nervous, and these are always my favorite moments in the show is when you get to see the interaction mm-hmm. for the first time, and all of a sudden he comes around the corner, and it's not really what I expected. It's a little more subdued. And he almost can't believe it. He's like, whoa, look at you. Jasmine? (laughs) He's like, like, Jasmine, is that you? Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh, my God. It was was a pretty weak greeting. There was no running. There was no dropped bags. Just a lot of high-pitched squealing. I mean, his jeans are two sizes too big, so he probably cannot run. It's going to drop. That's true, unless he's holding it up with those... I mean, all Blue the pills. food he could possibly eat are in Jasmine's chest. Oh. So. Yeah. <laughs> so Jasmine hits Gina with an I love you right away. Very forward. Very they quick hug. to say it. Hug it out. They smell each other. Smell each other. And I think Gina may have popped one of those blue pills on the plane because can't stop talking about how hot she is. They start making out. He's sucking on her neck. That's how his jeans stay on. That's how his jeans stay on. I told you about wait, the chick grandpa. No, heard about the... You pop a Viagra to keep your sweatpants on. You know what's cheaper than Viagra? What? A belt. Have you ever seen those little thingies for a belt on sweatpants? No, they have drawstrings. You don't... <laughs> That's not enough. The joke doesn't work as well <laughs> when, you, when you think about it. Okay, so they jump into a cab, and I'm sure Gino's still smelling like Salisbury steak and Hungry Man's. But Jasmine doesn't care. Those are the pheromones she likes. She's like, I'm going to break you tonight, baby. Well, Jasmine said, oh, Gino looks so handsome in person. Uh, yeah. She said it. Yeah, I know. Was he there or was it just for the camera? I think it was for the camera. Okay. Well, then it's a little more believable. I guess. Because a lot of times you break away. It's that one I went to the camera. It's like, well... He's a little bigger than I thought he was going to be. And that's your, your moment of honesty. But if I mean, listen, some people look better in person than on camera, yeah, right? Yeah. So the fact that they've been FaceTiming all the time, so she knows how, what he looks like. And now she sees him in person. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh, he looks better in person. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good. That's, that's positive. Good. That's positive. So they're in the cab. They're definitely affectionate. We've seen way worse cab rides from airports on 90 Day before. We've seen awkward silence. We've seen zero touching. And this, there was definitely, you could see some love there. And they both laughed at the same (sighs) time. And my ears are still ringing. Yeah, you don't need that laugh and surround sound. I just picture the kids. No. I can't. No. (laughs) I can't. No, no, no one will be laughing then. The kid's probably going to be born bald with big boobs mm-hmm. and just like laughing like a crazy person. Yeah. You know, you know, breast implants don't affect your genes. You can't pass down. Just let me have it. You can't pass down just, breast implants. Just let me have it. Just let me <laughs> okay, have you it. Can, you can have it. <laughs> so they get to the hotel. They check into their room. Gino's like, holy Toledo. And <laughs> 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 shout out to Ohio. 
and they jump into bed. They're both giggling. Jasmine's like, that hat, you want to take it off? Nope, not taking that hat off. He's not ready for that. But according to Jasmine, tonight, everything's coming off. Listen, there are men who are bold and have a sex appeal. Mm-hmm. They probably wear fitted jeans. Yup. I, I'm but telling listen, you. Listen, you can. Some people can rock it. He just needs a little help, like do stitch fix or whatever it's called. Like someone needs to is. help him dress up. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Stitch fix is the online, and you put all your measurements, and they select outfits uh, for you. I'm sure the salesperson at TJ Maxx could do a better job than whatever he's doing. It's probably true, but you can make bold look good. What's the guy from Shark Tank? Don't say Mr. Wonderful. No. Oh, Damon? Yeah. Yeah. Damon looks, looks good. Look at, there's a ton of guys who are bald that yeah, look Yeah, I good. just thought of Damon because we just watched we watch Shark, Shark Tank. Tank but I think unless he's hiding something under that hat, what if he's got like a lot of moles or a burn or something? Maybe he's hiding. We don't know. Or maybe he has a bump mm-hmm. with his sibling in it that wasn't developed that's not a real thing okay (laughs) you always say that i don't think that happens (laughs) okay here's what happens and this is where it gets where it gets awkward for everyone gino whips out his first gift and it's the big pred special it's an electric toothbrush listen those are awesome and they're not that cheap if you get a good one but here's the thing jasmine's upset by it because it wasn't wrapped to me, it's better, though, because that's not a gift that you wrap. You know what he should have done? And Jasmine kind of said it. She said, oh, I kind of wanted something I could remember him by. Let's say he bought her a necklace or mm-hmm. a ring. Nothing too expensive, just something something nice. Yeah. Right? Give that to her as the gift and then be like, hey, babe, I got you a toothbrush. I have it, too. It's awesome. That's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. I got one for me. Yeah. Thought I'd get one for you. Yeah, so don't give it to her as the gift. Just give right. it to her as, hey, I got one for me, so I thought of you. Here you go. Speaking of a gift. You're welcome, Gino. I hope you're listening. Speaking of a gift that she would remember him by, the next gift uh, could be just that, a pregnancy test, because if he gave her a baby, she would definitely never He's forget like, him. like, well, let's work on it, and at the end of the trip, you just take these. But here's my question. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> A pregnancy test is not a gift. It's never been a gift. It never will be a gift. No. Something you could go to the store together and buy, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need to travel with that. Panama has drugstores. I'm sure. I'm sure about that, yeah. I'm pretty sure they have Walmart. So Do they? Yeah. Mm. So that was two strikes. Gino's got one more strike and then he's out of there. I don't think he gave it to her as a gift. It was more of like... Oh, you know when talk, we talked about kids? Let's just bang through this whole trip and at the end just take all these tests. I guess. We'll see. But anyways, creepy regardless. Very creepy. Very creepy. And then they go and they lay down and Gino's phone goes off. And this is where we see a little bit more of that crazy. Because Jasmine's like, what's your password? Give me your password so I can see what's going on over there. And Gino, very smart, he just goes... My face. And it's it's pretty genius because you can tell this is not his first rodeo. Mm-hmm. He knew to say when someone asked, what's your password? You can just say my face and then she can't unlock it if he's not there. But she said, oh, can I do it when you're asleep? 
And he's like, mm, yes. Does it work in the dark? I don't know, but she can probably turn the lamp on. I don't know. Then he wakes up. I think it was a smooth move. A suspicious move because it seems like he's done this before. I mean, he, she's definitely going to do it because she's crazy. She's definitely going to do it. But hey, like we have those iPhones too. You also have a passcode. Well, we know. Well, that's for sure. We know he sends photos of her to his ex. And eventually that wasn't the previous. Eventually. And we are not sure, I don't think, how she found out. Did she go through his phone or did he just come clean and tell her? I'm pretty sure she went through his pretty phone. Sure she went through but his phone. listen, that's in the future. In the that future. was in the previous, so we don't know. But yeah, that's creepy. Just let I mean on one hand it's creepy. On the other hand, he should have Nothing to hide. If he had anything in his phone, Delete. he should have wiped it off because he knows that she's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I don't think there is anything on his phone. I don't think so either, but... He's smart enough to get rid of the evidence. I would hope so. This is not like they just met in person for the first time and that's when he realized she was psycho. But there's a thing. You can grab my phone. Uh, I think you know my passcode. I do not remember your passcode even that's though you told fault. me. Yeah. But... I don't mind if you, you don't do it, but if you do, I don't mind because there's nothing on it. So that's the level of trust. I have nothing to hide, right? Yeah. You have nothing to hide. I just don't remember it. Because <laughs> you don't need to. I don't even remember your phone number. Well, I don't even know your phone number. Uh, Never learned it. I know. Me but here's, here's what I'll say. You don't think Jasmine's beautiful. It's fine. It's your opinion. I, I think she... I think she's hot, oh, but good. I don't think she's good. beautiful. But okay. I think she's hot in like a hooker kind of way. Okay, well, she's not hot. She's not hot and beautiful like Yara or Juliana. That's my point. Okay, well, I don't think Gino is hot or beautiful. Oh, he's the opposite of all that. And so I don't really think he's got a ton of women messaging him. I mean, maybe now that the show starts, sure. But when they were filming this, I don't think there's much on his phone. For her to find. No, but I think he might be looking at ladies. Well, he maybe might his, be maybe his ex. catfishing. Who knows? I guess maybe his ex. Or his ex. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. A lot to come, I think. A lot to oh, come. Oh, for sure. But all I'm going to say is that I was surprised that Jasmine was so into him. Yeah, we know the real reason. But also a little judgment on Gino's side. He just traveled on two planes, right? He got to the place, hotel, apartment, whatever. Mm-hmm. Holiday Inn say, what? <laughs> and he just lay on the bed with his shoes mm. on. That's just gross, dude. Gross. That's just gross. gross. Just at least shower or take your clothes off or something. Or, or if, if anything, take your shoes off. Yeah, and your hat. <laughs> show us your head. Yeah, show us what you're hiding. Show us your head, Gino. Show us, show us like the, bo- the bomb. I Gino, think he's a bomb. Show us your head. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on. Let's talk about another early favorite here. Oh yeah, Caleb and Alina. It's a couple days away from Caleb heading to Turkey to meet Alina. So he's going to his parents' house, Craig and Sheila. He's got to break the news to them. I thought they came over to his house. I thought he went to Craig and Sheila's. Okay, <laughs> but you're you're usually right. I'm usually wrong. Either way, they got together. They got together. Yeah. Is it me or does Caleb's dad look like Santa's brother? He does. Right. Or or he looks like an artist. Oh. Very artistic look. Oh. Okay. Or Santa. Well, Santa's an artist. Or he looks like, you told me that in America you have the main Santa and all these other mall Santas mall who work for him. Yeah. He could be a mall Santa. Oh, I'm sure he is a mall or Santa. Or he could be an artist too. He's, he's wasting 
He's wasting that look if he's not a mall Santa. That's a good point. Or like a holiday party Santa, like a Santa for hire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we learn Caleb grew up in a religious home, which is what you'd expect when your dad is Santa. And <laughs> in that home, you stay a virgin until you're married. So the news he's going to break, it's going to be a lot for his parents to handle. We all know he's been banging his way around the world. He told us that. Yeah. He was bragging about that episode yeah. one. So banging in <laughs> Thailand, banging in New Zealand. Yep. Banging all over the place. So they sit down at the dinner table and Caleb says, so I can't. Oh, he came by to grab a suitcase. So he came by. You're right. I thought he said, Ooh, oh. One for me. One I for me. I need a suitcase. You're right. You're okay. right. He went to Ooh. get a suitcase. And his dad was like, well, I usually use a sack to carry my stuff. But I think we have a suitcase <laughs> somewhere around. Here. I mean, he could have lent him his sack. Christmas is coming. Unless it wasn't uh, Christmas. Though. I wish I didn't say sack. Now you're saying sack. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sack. I know, but you're what like. What else would you call it? You're like, yeah, Caleb's dad can't lend him his sack. <laughs> you could call it. Um, it's what's a, the material? Mm, so you, you, you have potatoes cloth? in it? Oh, it's a, well, there's a potato sack. I think. <laughs> but like. It's like a fabric made. Yes. Burlap. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> burlap. Okay. So he came by to grab the suitcase. His mom's like, where are you going? He says, turkey. And then his dad says, I, I didn't know turkey was on your list of places to visit. I mean, I don't think Santa goes to turkey. I think they have their own thing. They must have their own. He's yeah, never so been. Yeah, so Santa's like, uh, turkey, turkey, really? Really? What's going on over there? <laughs> you know, should I tell Rudolph we should take a detour and hit turkey? What's going on? Istanbul, what's happening don't over there? Don't to tell Olaf that mean <laughs> reindeer. So Caleb says, well, I'm going to meet a friend. And Sheila, Mother Sheila's like, well, all right, tell me more about this friend. You're smiling a little, Caleb, but you're up to something sneaky. And so Caleb breaks the news, tells him about Alina, says she's a friend. She's very artistic. To your point, maybe he thought that would win some points with dad mm. because maybe he's an artist because she said, he said, she's very artistic. She's a little person and her pussy has Wi-Fi. So <laughs> that's yeah, and I added that it's a form of dwarfism just to yes, make it clearer. Clear. Yeah. Well, uh, Mother Sheila asked like, oh, a little person, meaning like, and she didn't want to say it. I almost she didn't like, want to say the N-word. I almost feel like mom didn't fully understand because she asked, how tall is she? Right. I almost feel like she, maybe she thought he's saying, oh, she's a little person that, oh, she she's not tall enough. She's like four or five or five. Speaking of stature, I saw on his Instagram, he just posted a couple of days ago, he's into bodybuilding. And yeah, I saw that too. He came in like fourth place. In a recent bodybuilding competition. Really? Yeah. So he seems to be a very physical mm-hmm. person. So not that he and Alina can't work, but their lifestyles may be yeah. a little different, which oh, could be a challenge. I have to say something. I stalked Alina's Instagram and she's living her best life. Like mm-hmm. she travels, she does all these music performances and I saw she did um fashion show in Dubai and yeah. she's definitely living her best life but you're right when it comes to lifestyles it's important when you combine it and as an example right I don't like sports I literally I don't watch sports I do watch hockey for fun mm-hmm. it's the Czech national sport but 
I'm not a sports person. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna watch a football with you, right? Sure. And I did date guys in the past. They loved football. Sunday football never worked. I never even went on a second date, right? Because mm-hmm. it was just wasn't my thing. Then I met you. You love hockey, and then you love hiking, and then you brought some things into my life, right? I brought some stuff into your life. Sure. But we combine it, and it's our lifestyle, right? If you are very different, that you don't. Like one person likes to do ABC and the other person likes to do FGW. Oh, boy. (laughs) Shout out to George Washington. And they are either not capable of combining or exploring the other person's interests or they're just not interested at all. It's not going to work. It's called compatibility. And it's definitely a thing that's important in relationships. And yeah, my thought here is, Alina gets tired. That's why she's in a wheelchair. She gets tired when she walks. Mm -hmm. So if Caleb's in the gym for however many hours a day you're in the gym for when you're bodybuilding or preparing for a competition, that those two lifestyles are probably very different. Not just in the gym. Apparently he loves hiking. He loves outdoor activities and stuff. I don't think Alina can necessarily hike, right? I don't know. Probably not too far because, right, she, she gets tired. But on the other hand, Alina performs. She loves music. She travels, which he travels too. I think they could make it work if he he understands, if he really would be willing to understand her and do the extra work. Well, it comes down to sacrifice and people sacrifice things for love. So if him going to the gym seven days a week for several hours at a time becomes an issue, well, he's just got to be willing to sacrifice that for her. True. So that's that's really what it all. Well, that's why I'm excited to, to see them together and everything because I think that it is a potential, but they would both need to work for it. Mostly Kayla because unfortunately she is the one who has a disability. Yeah. That she's doing great, but he would need to wrap his mind around it, help her out, and be understandable. Absolutely. Understanding. Either or. <laughs> so. Then Caleb tells his parents about Elijah coming to help. And Sheila's like, all right, well, you already got a chaperone, so I don't have to offer the chaperone. It's like, okay, mom, do you know that you're son Banks? Yeah, you know he's 28, right? <laughs> okay. Um, but he says, right now, we just got to see if we can get along because of our differences. We got to see if we can make this work. So cut to Alina at her apartment with Elijah. They're packing up to travel to Turkey. They're going that day. Elijah's helping Alina pick out some sexy outfits mm. so she can wow Caleb. And once again, Elijah loves calling Alina a bitch. I guess it's a term of endearment in their relationship because this time he's like, she's a fierce bitch. I love it. That's the relationship they have. Okay. <laughs> I love that Elijah is really there for her and he doesn't have to. I'll be there for you. <laughs> I, I like that he's that's there. That's the next couple. I like that he's there for her. I also have a feeling he's there for the cameras because we looked up his Instagram and his bio says 90 day Beyonce. And I love it. It's fine, but he's clearly eating up this newfound fame. They live together. Sure. I don't think he ignored her until this point and now he's so helpful. That's a good point. His mom, I mean, her mom trusts him. She's okay her going to Turkey because Elijah's coming. Okay. They have the band together. Like I believe that 
he's truly her friend and he's truly there for her. Not just, oh, we're roommates. Like, I had roommates. One, we had our differences, but she was my friend. Two, the second one I hated. I mean, she didn't like me either, so Uh-oh. that was mutual. Uh-oh. But we were roomies. I wasn't helping them with anything. Once in a while, we had a glass of wine together. That's a good that point. was about it. He was, he is helping her with stuff. So that's more than just roomies. So the cameras, the attention, that's just a perk. That's a plus for yeah. him. But that's not plus the Elijah he's doing has seventy eight followers as of last night I, I when think I he's checked. Got a couple so hundred. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna cash big on this. We might. I we mean, might. we'll see. All right, let's cut back to Arizona. Now it's the day Caleb is leaving for Turkey. And apparently he waits until the day he travels to another country to start packing. Because he's like, I'm leaving today. Got to pack all the essentials. Three tubs of protein powder. I'm pretty sure those were Magnum condoms that he threw in there. I don't know if he needs them or he just thinks his unit next to Alina will make it seem like he needs Magnum condoms. But (laughs) he's putting them in there. But that, I now understand why he's bringing the protein powder. Tarot cards and condoms, too. He's bringing the protein powder, which I'm not a bodybuilder. Maybe you take protein powder every day regardless. You drink protein powder. I do, too. But what I was going to say is after I work out, I drink mm. it. I hope Caleb's not going to go on this two-week vacation through vacation and go to the gym every day. No, but I drink. I Guys, I hate protein shakes. I genuinely hate it. I do drink it either after I work out or when I have meetings over lunch and Mm. I have no time to eat, but I'm hungry. I'll just sip on the protein shake that's drinkable. It gives me some energy. It's a quick, easy meal. Yeah. Not that I love it, but. No. Yeah. It's no no frozen dinner, Gina. (laughs) That's for sure. But I more use it as a a small meal if I don't have time. Yeah. So maybe that's what he's doing. He thinks, who knows what there's going to be for me to eat in Turkey. At least I'll have my protein powder. Plus. If you want to keep yourself in shape, if you're an active person, you should have a protein intake. I think you and I, we eat enough protein in our yeah. meals. Yeah. But yeah, I do still have some extra and so do you. Yeah. So I think that's what he's doing. Okay. But I didn't know at the time that we watched that he was a bodybuilder. So I was like, what mm. is this dude doing? Is it, who is this Brandon 2.0 with all that protein <laughs> powder? What are we doing here, folks? But it checks out. He's working on that body. He's building that body. So Caleb says... I'm a pretty sexually open person, so I'm excited. I'm excited about this new adventure, this sexual adventure, but I'm a little anxious too because a lot of things you take for granted in a regular size mm-hmm. sex. He's like, she can either be down there or up here. I mean, you could hit most of the classic positions, I think, regardless of how tall you are. But he made a good point when he said she can either be down there or up here, that you cannot bang and make out at the same no, time. No, that's that his point. That you can't do. But very few positions can you bang and make out. I almost out. feel like you can do more. What do you mean? As a little person? Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get into our sexual exploits, but <laughs> sure. I mean, it's it's easier, I think. Yeah, sh- your sister's listening. That's right. Hello, Rachel. But it, yeah, <laughs> sure. You, it's, um, yeah, yeah, we're not going to get into it, but good luck. Regular size sex, that stuff is... Uh, Listen, know. any sex is the bomb. There you go. You said, <laughs> it. You said it. So Josh, Caleb's brother, picks him up. He's going to drive Caleb to the airport. Is that his brother? I thought it was his friend. That's... <sighs> It's brother. It's his Oof. brother. Yeah. Oof. This is the second time I... Come on. Where are you? I burned. So, just like Caleb's parents, Josh, a little skeptical of this relationship, too. 
But he said, I don't think it's going to work because of their physical compatibilities. Compatibility? Compatibility. Their lack of physical compatibility? Yes. We'll see. Okay. It's such a, it's such a well, I don't know if it's a small part of a relationship. It, it could turn into a big part of the relationship, but we'll see. If you love the person, if you're willing to sacrifice, then age is just a number. Height is just a number. 100%. You're sacrificing. Which is, a, which is also a number. True. You're sacrificing my accent all the time. You love the English language, but I butcher it and you're mm. still with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't butcher it that often, to be honest. You're getting better. Much the, better. And sometimes you butcher it, and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> like Olaf. <laughs> so you take the good Olaf with, the other end here. You take the good with the bad. Mm, and that was fantastic. <laughs> All right. Back in Russia, Alina and Elijah, they're heading to the airport. And Alina is wondering, what's going to happen when we see Caleb? Will he hug me with his big arms, with those bodybuilding arms and his shoulders? Will he wrap his gorgeous hair around me? There's so many possibilities, so much excitement. And a little nice editing here. They split screen it. They show everyone arriving to the airport, checking in. And this is it. It's turkey time. And we see Alina and Elijah, they arrive first. Mm -hmm. They get to Istanbul first because the plan is get to the hotel, check in, get some beauty sleep. Caleb's going to arrive the next day. Did you realize that she's calling him Caleb? Caleb. Caleb. Yeah, DJ Caleb. I have a, not a friend, but a person I know. She's Czech and her husband's name is Caleb. She calls him Caleb too, which is weird. I think it's just an accent because Mm. I'm pretty sure everyone else calls him Caleb. I can say Caleb. Sure. I'm sure sure she, her English is pretty good. I'm sure she can say Caleb. Potentially. I can't think off the top of my head, but I know when we first met, you would say other names a little bit differently. Like what? Well, I, I mean, know, yeah, but, but... You know, you did. So I I think his name is Caleb, and I think she's just using that accent to finesse it a little bit. Your name threw me off a bit because... John. Your name is Jonathan, but you go by John, but you don't have the age. So when we matched on the dating app, I was like, what, what is he from? <laughs> and my opening line was also mm-hmm. related to your name. Oh, yeah, so, that was a good one. Because you got the Z. Not the S, but it's a different name. I got the Z. So Maria, Alina's friend and old classmate, picks him up. And I wrote down, why couldn't Maria be there to help Alina? Why did Elisha need to tag along? But you make a good point. They've got this relationship. They've built this relationship. Mm -hmm. They are roommates. They are in the band. He does know her challenges and he does know how to help. So that makes sense. Plus, Alina said she hasn't seen Maria since college. Mm. I'm curious what Alina studied in college. I almost want to say like music or something artistic. Yeah. But I would love to know. Uh, But anyways, she hasn't seen Maria since college. So I don't think Maria would be there with her 24-7 if she lives and works in Turkey. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Plus, we learned something that I didn't know. Turkey had a curfew. 8 p.m. curfew. COVID curfew. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At the time. Well, I think... Maria would be able to stay at the hotel if that was her I mean, yes, residence for the time being. I think but it's, yeah. it, it's good that Elijah no, it's good. came. It's good. We like that. So in the car, Maria and Elijah are just like, isn't this crazy? Alina's meeting up with an online stranger. And Maria's like, this is nuts. Are you guys staying at the same hotel? Like, at the same room. Alina's like, same room, girl. Same room. <laughs> and yeah. Maria, mind blown. Can't believe it, but it is what it is. So they check into the hotel and... And this is where the problems start immediately. 
immediately. They find out their room is on the second floor. But. Hotel doesn't have an elevator. And that was Caleb's responsibility to book a hotel, knowing that she has a wheelchair, knowing that she is a little person and has a hard time walking for a while. So that would probably include climbing sets of stairs. Let me defend Caleb for a second, or at least put Mm -hmm. my feet in his shoes for a second. We get all the backstory of Alina. That's what happens on 90 Day Fiance. They run through her history and her challenges, and we know. But how much does Caleb truly know? He knows she is a little person. Okay. But has she gone into what that means in terms of climbing stairs, in terms of walking longer distances? Because uh, let's be honest here, it's... Uh, it'd probably be bad to assume that she couldn't do certain things. So maybe he just thinks, oh, yeah, she's a little person, but she can walk upstairs. Well, she said it. She said, oh, I don't know. I might not be able to reach the light switch. I cannot walk long distance. I need my wheelchair. They had the conversation. Okay. okay. So that's what I'm wondering. But most of those things were height related. The mm-hmm. stairs, I don't know that I would think about that. I mean... We don't think about it because we don't have to. Right. But I would assume if you know, just just forget if you know if she can or cannot climb stairs. Just yeah. the fact that she said to him, I use wheelchair because I cannot walk long distances. I get very right. tired. Just the fact that she mentioned the wheelchair, he should have made sure that the hotel is wheelchair accessible. And here's what I would say as an American... I feel like most Americans think about hotels and go, oh, hotels have elevators. Mm. In Europe, it's very different. But this guy's a traveler. This guy's a traveler, so I'm sure he's probably seen or heard about a hotel that doesn't have an elevator. Those older hotels we've stayed at in Europe, they they have stairs. We've never stayed at the hotel without an elevator. We were Airbnb. About, Airbnb, but we were about to. I think the hotel in Paris that we ended up canceling, I'm pretty sure it was... Oh, really? Stairs. Mm. Yeah, pretty sure it was stairs. But, okay, he's a traveler. He should know this. I was wondering how much Alina told him about her challenges. But, mm. okay, so the room on the second floor, concierge is like, all right, well, leave your wheelchair down here. I'll carry your luggage. So, so far, not so good for Caleb. They get to the room, and I think the room looks pretty good. It's like an apartment. Yeah, it's not fancy, but it's not bad. It looks big. It looks big. But right. not it looks just like a, room. It looks like a suite. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be for Elijah, too, because it was mm-hmm. so large. But, yeah, the room is big, but this, everything is big. The bed is tall. <laughs> the bed is tall. The toilet's too high. So she'll need either Caleb's help to get on the toilet or Ooh. some sort of a step or something. Caleb would probably be into that. Judging mm-hmm. by his sexual exploits. Well, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. So, yeah, this is the first sign that Caleb doesn't truly understand Alina's mm-hmm. challenges, I think. So Elijah, the friend that he is, offers to stay over for the night, which is good for two reasons. She'll have some help, and it means he's got his own place. So new day in Turkey. Elijah ironing Alina's clothes, getting ready. It's the day Alina is finally going to meet Caleb. She's feeling a whole spectrum of emotions. She's excited. She's nervous. She's confused. So she tells Elijah, you know what? 
I think I should be alone when I meet Caleb for the first time. Which makes sense, but in the same time, I almost wish she was there. Maybe you don't have to be there at the moment, wait outside. Right. But Caleb... Caleb. Elisha was disappointed. He said he, he's there to protect her. Mm-hmm. This way, he doesn't know what Caleb's gonna do. And don't forget, Alina cannot climb into a taxi. Caleb will need to pick her up and put her in, as Elisha did, right? Sure. Isn't that gonna be a little awkward just because they will just meet? It's gonna be very fresh. Wouldn't you want your friend to help you? I don't know, but isn't it awkward too to... Be meeting up with this love interest of yours, and you're standing there while another man lifts her up into a car. I guess. I would be like, whoa, 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 no, like hands off. Hands off. That She's mine. I guess. Right? So either way, I don't know. There's a production crew with her, so True. I think that's fine. They're going to have eyes on her, so Elijah, I think, can relax a little bit. But, yeah, he didn't like what he was hearing. He wanted to be there, but that's not going to be the case. So they get ready. They leave for the airport. And it's true. He had to help her in. So we see that. Cut to the airport. Caleb lands. And now he just needs to go find Alina. So. Next time. Well, you're skipping out. What am I skipping? Him changing? Oh, yeah. Him him doing a Darcy dash, wiping (laughs) down in the bedroom. And uh, the only reason I mention it is because he's taking any chance to show off those fourth fourth place muscles. I can speak. And he rips off his shirt and he's wiping down and just wanted to mention that. But yeah. Well, I'm sure our lady lady friends who listen to our pod will appreciate that. Yeah. You got you know, <laughs> you to give equal equal time to to both. True. To both. Okay. But they'll meet next time. Finally. 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 It's happened to me. Ooh. Right in front of my face. And I just- <laughs> It's it's no my pussy's got Wi-Fi, but it's a pretty good song. <laughs> All right. Speaking of pretty good songs, Ooh. look at that segue. Kim and Usman, aka Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy. So it's the day Kim is flying to Tanzania to meet Soldier Boy. She'll be gone for two weeks. Two weeks. Very excited. She wants to experience the culture, the food. She wants to do it all with the man of her dreams. But a little bit of sadness. She's got to leave her mom behind. Her mom got a haircut. Her mom's looking good. Mm-hmm. Her mom looks very able. And so it's got to be a little bit easier. Yeah, she'll be fine. I mean, mom will be fine for two weeks. Sally's going to be fine. Everyone calm down. Okay. She's she's going to be looked after. She's going to be taken care of. Kimberly, you go knock yourself out. Have some fun because well, it's probably going to be the first and last time you see Soldier Boy. Kim is being emotional. She feels selfish, but mom said it's okay. Yeah. Go. And she hopes for a love connection, although... You're being a very optimistic mom. Right. Maybe mom will be on the next season of Before the 90 Day with Soldier Boy. Because maybe if Soldier <laughs> keeps striking out, he's just going to keep, well, older, right? Yeah, older. I, I, I'm, I'm questioning that whole older American ladies thing he's doing. Well, it's wait because we well, learn a little I know, bit more I know, about I know. this. So, so Kim says her goodbyes, gets in the Uber, gets to the airport. She's feeling good. She can't wait to touch Soldier Boy. Thinks once she does, it's going to be great. So... Kim lands in Ethiopia. She's taken two flights. She's traveled over 27 hours, but she's got one more flight. She's going to have a night to herself in Tanzania and then pick Usman up the next day. Because he's flying from Nigeria. Yes. Okay. So here we go. We flash back to 24 hours earlier and we are reintroduced to Usman 
international superstar and king of Africa. <laughs> Screw you, Mufasa. Usman. I was just going to say. Is the king of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Soldier Boy is laying down some vocals in the studio. Wait. Was Mufasa the tiny, the tiny, no, the tiger. No, Mufasa's the, the tiny king, lion. the lion. Yeah. But Muf- is Mufasa the one that was a tiny lion, then he became the big lion? No, 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 no. The or t- is Mufasa the bad lion, like Olaf? No, Mufasa is the father. Simba is. But the- Simba becomes the king of Africa. Right. So is Mufasa evil? No, Mufasa is the dad, isn't he? But then he has a brother. Oh, Scar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Mufasa dies. Yeah, but Mufasa was the king. He was, but now... Mufasa means king. The tiny lion who's going to get bigger is going to become the king. Isn't there like the monkey holding the, the, the lion? Yeah, I mean, that's the moment. That is the moment. Tattoo that on my back. That is the moment. Yeah. And that's the king of Africa. But Soldier I, Boy, tell him. I loved Timon and Pumbaa. Simone and Pumbaa. Right? Timon. Oh, is it? T- what is it? We say Timon in Czech. Is uh, it Simon? I don't know. I haven't it's seen it. It's a meerkat I haven't and seen the movie a wild boar. I think so. This is turning into a Lion King recap podcast. <laughs> Let's see. Um, it's Timon. You might be right. Let's see. Simba, Scar, Mufasa, Nala, Zazu. Oh, Timon. Timon. Rafiki. Pumbaa. Pumbaa. I told you, Timon and Pumbaa. We got to watch this movie. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. Soldier Boy is in the studio laying down some tracks, singing about Zara, the girl, not the store. <laughs> and he says his career has been going very well. I'm sure thanks to 90 Day, mm-hmm. it's going just fine. And he says his goal, red flag alert, his goal is to be a bigger star in the United States. Like Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, or Jay-Z. Any of those will do. If I could get to any of their levels, I'll I would be happy. probably be shooting for Jay-Z because Michael and Chris, they Ooh. both had a lot of issues. That's, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. Yeah, don't shoot for those. Although, Michael Jackson, music's great. As a human, we're not yeah, so sure. Yeah, Chris we're Brown, not... so many issues. Jay-Z, pretty we good. love Jay-Z. Yeah, Billi- billionaire. Yeah. Great businessman. Shoot for Jay-Z. Shoot for Jay-Z. Don't shoot at Jay-Z. Don't shoot at him. He's yeah, not that type of rapper. He's not that type of rapper. Okay. So Soldier Boy then talks about his ex a little bit, BGL, <laughs> how controlling she was and how that was affecting his career. So he's not there for her. He's not there for her. <laughs> he's single. And maybe not for long because he's been talking to Kimberly. His potential girlfriend. Yeah. Which is so insulting. It's so insulting. Insulting. Yeah. Calling someone who flies across the world to help you with your music video about another lady, by the way. Oh, we'll you get call there. her the potential girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least wow. she's not lying to her. True. That's a good point. You gotta respect the honesty. So Soldier Boy says he's not in love with Kimberly yet, but he loves her kindness and loyalty. Which I can see. I like that. So that's why he, he invited her to t- Tanzania. They wanna see if they connect. They want to see if they can vibe things out, see if they can make it official. So cut to Soldier Boy meeting up with Badmess and Slam T, his team. And they're talking about the upcoming travel, some publicity they have to do, some radio, maybe a show, and of course the video. But they're also talking about Kimberly. Kimberly's coming. 
Kimberly's coming, and Soldier Boy's friends are not supportive of this at all. Well, because he's a celebrity. He should be with a younger-looking model and probably Zara because that's the girl the song is about. Well, I found it funny that Slam T was like, people expect Soldier Boy to be with a younger person, a model, a model-like person. It's like, no, Slam T. This is exactly who people expect Soldier Boy to that's be his with. Image. <laughs> this is his image is to be with BGL or Kimberly. But hey... He is in love with this girl, Zara. I feel like there was something going on. She is a younger looking American woman. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she's maybe in her late 20s, early 30s based on the photo, right? Right. But But Zara couldn't take his fame. Because Zara, pretty girl, probably has options Mm -hmm. and knows she doesn't have to deal with other women sliding into Soja's DMs. True. And that's why it didn't work out. Because she couldn't deal with the quote-unquote fame and celebrity of Soldier Boy. But there is the song. But there's a song. <laughs> there is a song. And yes, he still has feelings for her, which is a little concerning. But he decided to focus on Kimberly. Yeah. Because Zara cannot handle his fame. Yeah. She cannot. And I have a feeling Kimberly won't be able to either. But well, Kimberly <laughs> says she would... That. Be willing to share him. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't that's, see it either. But let's, let's, gonna, let's see. Let's, let's see. Maybe let's see. She, maybe she'll share him with Sally because <laughs> she's not going to leave Mother Sally. That's a good point. So, and I was thinking that as we were watching this show. So maybe it'll be Kimberly, Sally, and Soja. Who knows? That could be the threesome. Listen, let's keep watching. I'm definitely here for it. Okay, let's talk about another couple. Probably my least favorite couple. I was just gonna say of this season so far, but who knows? Never say never. You guys could turn this thing around. But it's Memphis, it's Hamza, and it's the day Memphis is flying to Tunisia to meet and marry Hamza. Yes. First, she's going to Ingrid's house. Ingrid is her foster sister. Yes. And she's gonna drive her to the airport. Yes. And she's making a pit stop for some bacon because she's not gonna be able to have that. In Tunisia. Oh, that's an interesting point. Did she say it? I think she said that. Oh. I think she said that. So they sit down, they eat, they talk, and Ingrid's like, so you're going to be gone for weeks. Like, I don't know if I could do that to my kids. That's a good point, oh, Ingrid. Oh, the shade, Ingrid. Point, the shade, Ingrid. Ingrid. Yeah. I mean, if anyone can, it's your family can always say what they think. Without, yes. That's the thing. Family can be very honest without coming... Across as oh too much or too invading, yeah. Well, that's their job is to look out. For yeah, that's their own. why you have a family. Yeah, those so, families should be honest. All keep it in mind. Yeah. So <laughs> Memphis thinks in the long run this will be good for her kids because they'll have a good father figure and they'll have a loving family. And Inger's like, stop. I've never even seen you two interact, and you're over here talking about being good for your kids and being a good <laughs> father figure. Come on. And Memphis is like, well, we FaceTime. That's the same thing. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. You FaceTime with your clothes off, first of all, yeah. Memphis. FaceTime is great when you know the person, when you met them in person, because you, you know it all. When you just FaceTime with someone you never met, I've never done it, so I don't know. But I don't, meeting, being in person is different. Yeah, yeah. You can sense that maybe there's a connection and maybe you yeah. can build your relationship into something worthwhile, but you don't just know that from FaceTime Memphis. So Ingrid asks, 
if Hamza knows about Memphis's ex. And she says, well, he knows it's her child's father, but he doesn't know the whole story. Did you hear her say that she has two kids, right? One, the younger one, lives with her ex, and the older one, who is on camera, the younger one isn't, is, has a blurred face. Yeah. That the older, the older daughter's father is not in the picture at all, so her ex, who's not this daughter's father, is still taking that child in, basically oh. acting like her dad. Okay. I guess they were married, so they pr- he probably was around this kid. But he's taking both of these kids in for three weeks while she's going to meet Hamza. Booty call. Speaking of kids, I wanted to mention this earlier. I forgot. Kimberly, her son that we saw, mm-hmm. his name is Jamal, I think, mm-hmm, right? Jamal. And the, I just thought that because Kimberly is such a Michael Jackson super mm. fan, Michael Jackson always says, like, Jamon. Which is like his, oh, really? one of his catchphrases. And I'm like, well, you can't name your kid Jamon, but I guess you could name your kid Jamal. So I feel like that's almost, that's why she did it. Oh, I'm surprised she didn't name the kid Michael Jackson. As a first name. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> MJ. We, we digress. Okay. So he doesn't know the whole truth. Hamza doesn't know the whole truth. So help And the truth God. is not that bad. What's the truth, Teresa? The, Tell truth, the truth is that at the beginning of the relationship, she was going through some stuff, so she turned to Hamza's, I mean Hamza's, her ex, mm-hmm. and they spent a couple of nights together, but mm-hmm. nothing sexual. Yeah, he... Do we believe that? He probably sent her one good morning text, and she was right back. She was like, here's a guy who mm-hmm. can send a good morning text. I'm coming back. Well, she said her ex was just there for her in non-sexual way, which... What does it mean? You sleep together, you cuddle, but you don't bang? I mean... I think that's exactly what it means. I guess, unless she didn't want to see it on TV. But if that's it, like if you said, hey, I was going through some tough times, we just started dating, I shared a child with my ex and he was there for me, I don't think that's that ridiculous. That's where it gets tricky because they do have a child. It is seemingly joint custody. And so, of course, there's still a relationship there. Mm-hmm. You can get mad at a person... If you were have you were supposed to cut ties, you shouldn't have contact with the person. You sure. broke up and move on, and now you're spending nights with him. But yeah, you guys are still in each other's lives because of a kid, and you always will be. Yeah, then I, it's a different story, mm-hmm. and you would hope Hamza understands this. We'll see. We'll see. So we cut to Memphis and Ingrid in the car. They're on the way to the airport. She's excited. She's ready. Memphis a little worried that maybe Hamza won't be attracted to her. I think there is something in her past that I hope we'll find out because it seems like she has some issue. I'm, we know well, about her past past, hmm. but I think there is something about her and a man because Ingrid kind of said something. Here's what I think the drama is going to be. I think she says, well, I hope you're still attracted to me, mm-hmm. right? I think we're going to get a Nicole Azen situation. I don't think so. They FaceTime. She's finish my oh. point. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. She says, I <laughs> I think maybe he won't be attracted to me in person, right? So he will be, right? I'm going to preempt what you were going to say. He will be attracted to her. They've seen each other. They FaceTime. Mm-hmm. There's no surprises there, right? The issue is going to be he's not going to be able to show it in public mm-hmm. 
because of his culture. Interesting. And so she's going to be all self-conscious. Oh, he doesn't find me attractive. He doesn't love me because he can't hold my hand in public. He won't mm. kiss me in public. So, yeah, he's going to be attracted to her. He's not going to be able to show it enough to make her happy. And that's going to be the drama. Interesting. I hope she, unlike Nicole, learned something about the Tunisian or Arab culture. Yeah. Because Rebecca and Ziad, Rebecca was respecting it, minus her shirt with boobs out. Oh, well. When they went to oh, yeah. the hookah bar. Uh-huh. But she wasn't trying to be crazy You and the public. hookers today. The hooker bar? <laughs> the hooker bar. <laughs> but that was the worst thing she did, right? Yeah. Like her dress code. She wasn't trying to make out with him all the time and being mad at him because she understood the culture. Right. I'm hoping that Memphis, who seems to be a smart girl, yep. will do the same. But hey, she seems to have um, some insecurity issues. Definitely. So that could be a potential problem. I'll give you that. Definitely. So she leaves us with... Quote of the episode. Absolute quote of the episode. She's at the airport. She's about to get on the plane. And she goes, I'm a hundred, I'm a thousand percent. Sorry. I'm a thousand percent invested in marrying a man I've never met before. (laughs) (laughs) You're on the wrong show. Married at First Sight is the Mm, show you should have been on. That's a good point. (laughs) Who says that? She's like, well, I hope this works out because I'm a thousand percent invested in marrying a man I've never met before. You know why I was laughing also? She was running through the airport to catch her flight. Mm. Literally running. She's like, <gasps> that was us last night. Sure was. Running through the airport like I'm home alone. <laughs> it's the holiday season. So it's the holiday airport, season. The airport in Charlotte, North Carolina was packed. Yeah. Our gate was in a different terminal. Yeah. And we just ran. I was having a hard time catching my bread. My knee was giving me a hard time, but we made it. And before you write in and say, poor planning guys, why did you book your flights so close to each other? We didn't. We didn't. We had plenty of time until we were landing and the plane aborted the landing. We were literally about to touch down on the runway. We five, I think it was 500 feet above the runway. And, and it was like, whoop. All of a sudden you hear the throttle and you're like, what's happening now? And we just start going back up. And they didn't tell us what was happening for like five to ten minutes. Yeah. It felt like an hour where mm-hmm. we're just like, what's happening? What's happening? Well, it could have been bad. I'm glad they got that plane back up because the plane that had landed before us wasn't getting off the runway. Mm. So we would have gone nose to tail yeah. into a plane. That would have been very, very bad. So then we had to circle for like 15 to 20 minutes. And that's why we almost missed our flight. And the flight was already delayed. So uh, that's very true we though. were supposed to have 50 minutes. Yeah. We had minus 15. Yeah. But somehow other flights were delayed too. So we just made it. It was a good home alone moment. Oh, for sure. Okay. Last couple, a new couple. I love that. And I love this. It is Mike. It is Jimena. It is Nerd alert. It is Mike, 34, Seals, New York. Oh, nice. And it is Jimena, 24, Columbia. So we meet Mike, who is playing with Legos, okay? And we learn he's an IT support technician. And And a a volunteer firefighter. I'll I'll get to that. (laughs) And a volunteer firefighter. And he's playing with his Legos. And someone yells, yells up to him, you coming down for breakfast? <laughs> and it turns out Mike lives with his father, Larry, and his grandfather, Hyman, 
who I think is very proud of his name because he wears a hat with an H on it. Love it. With a name like Hyman. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be good. So let me just say before we go any further, I would absolutely watch an entire spinoff of Mike, his dad, Hyman, and those thin ass pancakes. Could be like two and a half men. I would absolutely watch (laughs) that spinoff. So we learn Mike hasn't been in a relationship in like 20 years or so. He had one in high school. It was somewhat serious, but that's about it. Of course, like everyone else, he couldn't find anyone locally. So he just changed his location to Columbia and he met someone who made his dreams come true. They have an emotional connection, but surprise, surprise, he might not speak no English. And he barely speaks any Spanish. Yes. So it'll be interesting. What a connection. It almost seems like it's going to be a Paul and Carini moment. Oh. Hopefully not, but. I think technology's advanced in the last several years where hopefully with Google Translate or something, they could speak to each other a little easier. I hope so. I hope so. Because reading all the subtitles plus listening to all the translators is like, oh. It's a lot. Oh. It's a lot. So. Cut the mic at the firehouse. He's meeting up with his younger brother, Stephen, who's also a firefighter. And they start. I think volunteer, yeah. right? Well, I didn't have to put volunteer there. I mean, he's a firefighter. I mean, I think volunteer means you don't get paid do, no, or no, do. No, still a firefighter. I don't know. Still, still a firefighter. So they start talking about Mike's trip. And Stephen thinks it's a little crazy. But he says it's the happiest I've seen Mike since our moms passed away. Nine years ago, colon cancer. Yeah. So when that happened, Mike kind of shut down. He wasn't opening up to anyone. But Jimena got Mike to open up. And so now he's happier than he's ever been. Yes. So his brother's like, are you planning to marry her? And Mike says, if all goes well, the plan is to propose. Well, Stephen is concerned because he is seven years younger Mm -hmm. and several... Um, and she's taller. Yep. But he feels like five, he... 5'4". Mike 5'4", right? Mike 5'4", Stephen 5'10". <laughs> did he say that or you did the yeah. math? Mike said it. Oh, okay. Uh, but Stephen, even though he's younger and taller, he feels like he is the older, wiser brother because sometimes Mike doesn't make the best decisions and he's worried about him. It goes back to height being just a number and age being just a number. It doesn't matter. You could be 60 and so immature. You could be 19 and super mature. Very true. So and we've true. seen it on this show so many yeah, times. And we're probably seeing it right now where Steven is a bit more mature and a bit taller. <laughs> Very true. So Mike's like, yeah, if, if all goes well, I got a small little ring, I got a sm- which I wish we saw. We haven't seen it yet, mm. but he got a small little ring. Steven, not really that supportive of it. Can't believe it, but okay. Mike says, I trust her, and that's a lot for me right now. And also, she asks things like, have I eaten breakfast? Have I eaten lunch? And that means a lot to me. Listen, all Mike wants is he just wants to be happy. He wants to be happy and have his own person mm-hmm. who's going to move in with Larry and and Hyman. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Jimena and Hyman and oh, yeah. Larry and Mike. And the, and, and the extra flat pancakes. One happy family. But listen, I feel for him. Mm-hmm. He's been lonely for 20 years. That's a long F time. Yeah. Yeah. You always wonder in these circumstances, like how much did Mike really try to get out there and explore the dating scene in Thiel's New York? 
I feel like he seems like he's been, you know, taking care of of his dad and his grandfather, Mm -hmm. working hard. Apparently, he's saving money, helping them. So it's almost like he's been. Are you saying Hyman is broke? Why would I say that? Are you saying Therese? Are you saying Hyman is broke? <laughs> I think Hyman's very, very much retired. Oh. <laughs> okay, the, Hy- the Hyman like, has retired. That's another like way to say might it. Might be retired too. So yeah. I think Mike takes care of them and forget finance. I'm sure financially he helps, but he takes care of them. He makes the flat pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he vacuums once or, in a while. You know, whatever they need. Whatever. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So I think he's the caregiver who. Maybe tried to find love, but was not successful. But now it's his time to shine. Now it's time. Okay, can we talk about my favorite segment of the episode? <laughs> Mike's best friend. My absolute favorite segment of the episode, no. <laughs> but he is with his best friends. He's with John and his wife, Nelsie. And they're going to a toy store. Before Mike leaves, he wants to go to a toy store. He doesn't want to show up empty-handed because we learn Jimenez got a couple kids, a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. I do the math, so he probably got pregnant at 16 or 17 at the latest. Okay. You're, you're good with numbers. Well, she's 24, so minus seven, but it doesn't mean that... Wait, no, no, no. Jimena has a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. Yeah. Oh, but John and yeah, Nelsie yeah, have yeah. a three-year-old. Right. No, no, no. I said Jimena probably popped the baby when she got pregnant when she was 16 or 17 Ooh, the latest. Wait, how old is she? 24. Okay. Minus seven. Got it. Ooh. It's 17. But right. most likely she got pregnant at 16. That's pretty young. Unless she made it all in one year. But still, very okay. young. Well, Mike has no experience with kids. He may look like a Pixar character, but he doesn't know anything about kids. And I've seen a meme. Yeah. Let's he looks go, like, let's uh, what do you call those? The, the Minions. The Minions. The Minions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even think that's Pixar. That's probably Universal. But he's got no experience with kids. But John and Nelsie do. They have a three-year-old. They know what's up. So... They're going to go toy shopping. Mike, or, yeah, Mike doesn't want to give up any of his Legos. So they're going to go to a toy <laughs> store and buy some. They call him Mikey. That's cute. Mikey. Yeah. So Mikey, big spender, looking to drop around $100, $150 on some toys. That's a lot for toys. Dude, lot. go on Amazon. It's a lot for toys. Mm-hmm. So they get to the toy store. They play with some toys. They pick a few things out and they go to pay and <laughs> oh, my favorite. Oh, we need more. We need, I we, forgot about this. We have seen some cashiers on 90 Day Fiance. We I'm have not seen like this. the rug lady at the store with Jovi and Yara. Oh, yeah. The stargazer. Are you on a oh, yeah. venture or a journey? But we have not seen anything quite like this woman with glasses on glasses on glasses, right? She's wearing a beanie and a mask, and she kind of looks like a Pixar character, too. She sure does. <laughs> and just the way she talks to, to Mike, she's like, I loved it. Who are the toys for? They're like, well, <laughs> well, it's for his girlfriend's kids in Colombia. And the cashier's like, oy vey. Well, like, okay, kids should like the toys, but uh, flying to meet a new girlfriend in that country it's risky. It's risky. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> Who is this lady? And he goes, but if it doesn't work out, I hope he gets a good cup of coffee. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> well, Colombia is known for its coffee. Oh. But it's risky. Look at her. Look at her thinking. She, thinking I mean, she's got eight deeper. pairs of glasses. She's smart. I always say glasses are the sign of intelligence on television. It's how you telegraph it. She's got 19 pairs on her face. A face mask. Absolute friendly, Double glasses. Whew. We need more of her. Okay. We need, we need Hyman to start dating her. 
Ooh, interesting. You I like would that? Like, I would like, you like I would that like plot to watch it. Or, or yeah. Bojangles. Ooh. It's a little risky. Oh, I can see him playing the toys. <laughs> <laughs> so before they leave the toy store, Nelsie wants to have a little chat with Mike. She wants to double check and see, do you really want to do this? Do you know what you're getting yourself into? John, on the other hand, doesn't want Mike to blow all of his cash. He sees how much he's spending on these toys, $150, $200 on these toys. Well, apparently Mike works hard for his cash. He saves up. He doesn't want this chick to blow all his money, which is a good point. He's being a good friend with a big neck tattoo. The sad part about it, too, is if Jimena takes Mike for everything he's got, Larry and Hyman... Mm. are out of a house too because True. right he provides for all of them it seems like yeah sometimes i question these american dudes going to other countries or having a foreigner come here not thinking about your living situation because if you live with your grandpa and your dad you take care of mm-hmm. i think another person to it might be difficult same thing with brandon and julia oh, yeah right it's I get it. You're trying to uncold old Debbie. You're trying to help your family. 100% I'm there for it. But what about you're going to help them, but try to have a one-bedroom apartment nearby? Just right. if possible. Cause, a little separation between church yeah. and state. Yeah. You make a good point. Because it's it must be a lot. But some people like it. Some people all want to be together. Sure. There's, there's something about that. But... John's worried, doesn't want Mike to blow all of his money because we learn he's been helping Amena with rent and some other stuff like the fridge and the, the washer, washing, the washer dryer. So John is a little skeptical, wondering, like, how do you know there's not another Mike in Colorado? Mm. You never hear a Mike mm. in Colorado, right? This chick could just be milking you. <laughs> there could be a Fred in Florida. Might be uh, Colin in California. How do you know, Mike? Or Caesar in North Carolina. Or Caesar in North Carolina. Or a David <laughs> in Nevada. How do you not know, right? And so John goes, this is beyond red flags. This is the nuclear air horn blowing across the country. The floodgates are closing. The National Guard is here. All the red flags are out. Well said, John. Well, well said. said. Back to what I said earlier. Does he have a huge neck tattoo of lips? Um, I, I didn't stare directly at like John. A giant, giant hickey. I couldn't stare directly at him, or Nelsie. I think it was a, it was a tattoo. I thought it was like a big lip. I was very distracted by the cashier, Therese. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a second look. Yeah, I'm just guessing, guys. If you know, let us know. Let us know. Okay, but Mike trusts Amena. He knows this is real, and that's what makes him happy. Oh, Mikey, I'm here for it. Oh, naive, Mike. Okay. Ugh. All right, that's it. We have reached the end. We still oh my gosh. Two couples, Ella and Johnny and Ben and Mahogany. Who's Ella and Johnny? Oh, Ella and Johnny. Johnny is He's, uh, um, in, in China. Korea? He's in China. In China. Okay. She's in Idaho. Yeah. And then Ben from uh, living on the sidewalk to walking the catwalk. He so where the- is he from? Ben is Michigan. And then Mahogany mm. is Peruvian. Ooh. So excited about that. But that's to come. Okay. This that's was a good to episode. Come, guys. This was a good episode. Make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Hey, guys, smash it like it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas Christmas to, to those who celebrate. Press that plus sign. Yeah, Merry Christmas.
Yeah. Merry Christmas. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. There's still time to enter the giveaway, folks. Please do it. Do it. Still time to enter. We want to get you that merch. Like we said, all you have to do is find the post where you'll see the merch. It says free giveaway. Like the post. Make sure you're following us. Tag two friends. You're entered to win any item of your choice from the merch shop, which can be found at MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. You'll see a button to the store. Easy peasy. Let us be your Santa Claus. Oh, hello. And uh, <laughs> thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, you know we appreciate it. That's the best Christmas gift you could give us. Like for Erica. Sure. Thank you, Erica. And if you don't do it this week, next week can be a New Year's gift. Oh, we'll save it for next week then. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank, thank you, you for listening. Thank you, Erica. And thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. I've said it all. Have you said it all? I'm pretty sure I did. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.